0: Welcome to Nerd Talk Review, I'm your host Jordan said, and in this special podcast I will be giving you my review of what I'm currently playing. Don't hit that power button because we're about to get our game on. Welcome, nerds one and all. I'm your host, Jordan Halstead, and this is Nerd Talk. Today is a short episode on the newly released Pokemon Snap for the Nintendo Switch. As many of you know, I'm a big Pokemon fan, but I typically stick with the main series games. Very rarely do I move away from them and try something new in their franchise. Why, do you ask? Well... It's not that I think that they're boring, but because I feel that Pokemon is about the story of being a trainer, battling and training Pokemon, along with getting all of the badges or even the Z crystals when you went to Alola. So I, like many others, found myself very excited with the news that the new Pokemon Snap would be released this year uh, back in February. I didn't get it. Uh, to play back in the day on the original game, um, but felt that this was this amazing idea. I liked the idea of being able to take pictures, um, and I loved that in the Alola game, Sun and Moon, uh, they had a snap-type gameplay with the Rotom decks. Uh, taking pictures of Pokemon was, it just was a lot of fun to me. Um, so I pre-ordered this new game, and it officially dropped on April 30th of this year, 2021. Uh, in my Nerd Talk uh So far, we've talked about nerdy stuff. Well, every now and then, my plan is to give a review, Um, whether it's a game, book, movie, or TV show that I'm into. uh, I want to kind of review it, um, get a little bit more into it, because I don't know that I'm going to have enough content to do our normal 45 minutes to an hour uh, like normal. So just short little episodes where I get to talk and give my feelings and and thoughts and opinions. And, you know, maybe this will help you figure things out uh, for future purchases or, or maybe what to get into, give you just a quick review. Uh, So with this uh, I have four categories that I review on um, specifically for video games Um, that goes with gameplay, graphics music and then the value of the item. So let's go ahead and start with the gameplay Um, You know it's pretty straightforward You have this high tech camera uh, You get to move around in this hovering vehicle. It's going to take you down this path It's already charted um, and you get to take pictures of Pokemon. There are so many cool Pokemon and I love the way that they're they move around. One of my all-time favorites uh, is Apom, uh, and it's this monkey with a hand on its tail, and it, it moves around, and they have them in a jungle Um, Which is in the promo, so it's not a spoiler, Um, but they they are running around, and it's so cool to see them do that. Um, I love getting to see the interactions. You can throw fruit, um, you can whistle, or not whistle, uh, you can play a little bit of music, you can throw this orb that lights them up in the dark, um, and certain things make them do different things. And so it's cool to see some of my favorites starting to show up. Um, I heard that my favorite of all time, Heracross, is going to be in there, uh, but I haven't run into him yet, so I will keep my eyes open for that. but, to, uh, you know, they do pretty well shaking it up uh, every now and then where Pokemon move around the map. Uh, they change the maps a little bit. You've got different level tiers. And so uh, level one versus level two map rides are going to be a little bit different. You're going to see a couple different Pokemon, which which is cool. Um, and I liked that. Uh, and you've got, like I said, a daytime and a nighttime. And then they've got a special um, and I'm going to slaughter the, the term here, uh, like kind of like an Illumina. Uh, where they're these massive Pokemon and they light up. Um, so Meganium um, has been one of the, the big stressors there. Uh, she is, or, or he, uh, I can't remember which one they chose for that, but doesn't matter. So Meganium shows up and uh, it, it's really cool because Meganium is a lot bigger than I expected a Meganium to be. Uh, so that, that was cool. Uh, and the further you get in, the more areas start to unlock. So you start with more of a, a park field kind of thing. Um, and then you get the jungles, there's a volcano, there's undersea, there's beaches, there's all kinds of stuff. It's it's really cool with that. Um, and like I said, many maps uh, become available, and uh, the maps change the more you play on them. Uh, so they they start to add. The, the more you get leveled up, the more Pokemon start to appear, and the more they'll interact and things like that. Um, so for gameplay alone, I'm going to have to give it an 8 out of 10. I think that um, there's a few Pokemon that they could have added. I think that they could give a little bit more to it, but... Overall, I think that an 8 out of 10 isn't bad. Um, This is my first official review, so give me a little credit there. Um, But I I believe that an 8 out of 10 isn't that bad. So we're going to move on to to number two, and that's the graphics. Um, Graphics are pretty important with anything digital, whether it's uh, you're watching a TV show, a movie, playing a video game. You want the graphics to be good. I mean, look how far we've come in just 25 years. Pokemon, when it started 25 years ago, uh, it was on a Game Boy. And the graphics were very pixelated and um, like they weren't drawn out well. And now we're on 3D models that are walking around a park um, or in the jungle and, and they're interacting and they're playing. And like, I mean, everything's already set, but it, it feels natural with it, which I liked. Um, and, and, you know, this whole graphic part, because it's so important, that's why it made my list. Um, I feel like this game, it's right up my alley uh, on the graphic side. After the Pokemon Company released their trailer um, for Diamond and Pearl remakes, I was hoping they weren't going to be going this way for all their future games um, because it's just very Chibi style. Um, and if you don't know what a Chibi is, it's very cartoonish, big head, small body. I don't like it. Um, and I know like some of the older games, that's kind of how it was, and they're just giving this. I, I, I get it, but I love that. I loved the art style um, that they went with for this game, um, and I think that it matters. I think it's. I think it's big. Um, New uh, Pokemon Snap uh, did it right with a bit more of the enhancement to the overall world designs uh, from Sword and Shield, um, and it just flows very well. I think that when you look at Sword and Shield, you see uh, their overworld when you get to the uh, uh, the big zones. Uh, I lost the the name; it'll come back to me. Um, but anyways, uh, the wild or the wild area. Um, When you get into the wild area, you just, you see these massive onyx that's level 60 and they chase after you and they, they interact and, and it's, it's still a little off, but uh, for, for the game style, I think it was done really well. Um, And then in this game, it's done even better. And I like that. Um, And I just, I have to give this game overall for their graphics on the design on it. um, I'm giving it a nine out of 10. Um, The only problem for me um, that I've seen just a couple of times, and this is just something that can be easily fixed. So my nine could become a 10 very easily. Um, is that there are some Pokemon that, uh, I watched some Charmander, uh, move, uh, just like they, they like teleported, um, like halfway across the screen when I was trying to take a a picture of them. Um, and, and it just moved very quickly because it just, it skipped a loop or something, something didn't work out right, but that's an easy bug fix. Um, that, so like I said, this, I love the graphics. I think this is just a very well thing. So it, it could easily bump it from a nine to a 10 out of 10 for me in that area. Um, so we'll move over to music. Now, you know, Pokemon for me, Pokemon's had this memorable music. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of really good things from their anime department to their video game department, uh, for the mainline games, everything that I've played, I can pick out a song. You could play me like one of the battle themes or one of the route songs, and I would know where it's from. And I just, I love that about Pokemon. They, they make it memorable. It's got, like, the old games have, like, that 8-bit tone, um, and they, they just have that that really good, old-fashioned music where now it's a little bit more on the contemporary video game style. Like, there's, there's a little bit to each, um, and they do their own thing. Unfortunately, this game doesn't do it for me. Uh, it's just background music, and nothing really pops for me. Um, I think that when playing Pokemon... I always think about the routes. I think about that music that I was just talking about. Um, and it's awesome music that goes with the game, but this game just doesn't have anything special. Um, personally, for me, I, just, I feel like I'd rather be throwing on a custom playlist on Spotify or even listening to my own podcasts uh, while I play um, or any other podcast that I do listen to. Um, I'd rather do that. So for me, this category is a two out of 10. Uh, the only reason I give it a two and not a one um, comes from the sound cues. Um, there are certain spots uh, in the game where there's cues that uh, certain Pokemon start to appear, um, which I like. I think that with when you think of music, you have to know when the cue for something happens. And when, uh, like I said earlier, Meganium shows up, there's this one cool part where, where Meganium shows up and I just, I liked the cue. Um, and I liked the, the sound that just helped build it. Um, so there's that. Uh, my last category is, uh, scoring is the value. Is this worth $60, um, that they're selling it for? And if I'm being honest, which I will always be honest with you guys here on nerd talk, um, no, it's not worth $60. I believe that this game should sit somewhere between 30 and $40. You are paying for nostalgia. Essentially. Um, you are paying for the old game. Now I think that some of the nostalgia part is cool. Um, I did like I said, I didn't play the original, Um, but I just found out tonight that there's, uh, like a nod that an older, uh, character from the old game comes into this game, which I think is really cool. I like when they, they do things like that, but it doesn't make a 30, $40 game worth $60. Um, and I just, I don't think that it's, it's worth it. Um, the basics of this game is just, you're taking photos, you're riding in the same paths at set locations. Um, that's just not enough diversity for me, uh, to, to make that worth $60, at least in my opinion, I think it. I think it's still worth money. I think this is a fun game. I think that it is definitely worth that. I would easily pay that forty dollars. Heck, I paid the sixty uh, when I pre-ordered this game back in February. Um, getting through all of that, however, it's just not worth that. Uh, but I will say that my value score uh, might be a little bit higher. But it's just because I. I do and I personally am enjoying this game. Um, is at a six out of ten. And I hope that they prove me wrong with some updates and potential DLC um, if they they patch some stuff in uh, and, and add more and more Pokemon and more and more locations. I, I hope that they continue to do that or add more tracks and things like that um, to set locations because then you can I've seen a few spots where you could open those doors, which would be cool. Um, so I think it, at this moment it's not worth the 60, but I think if they could patch some things and, and add some free DLC, it would be. Uh, so overall, um, I'm going to have to give this score this game a six out of ten um, and the reason is because the music and the price alone drop this score um, I I was thinking about this I was like I'd like to give it a seven but the more and more I just thought about it I was like the music and that price I just I just can't get behind it um, so here's where I would make some changes personally I would enhance the game. Uh, by making it more like the safari zone if you've ever played a pokemon game in the main in the main series um there's where you go and you pay 500 of whatever their their poke coin is um and you get to move around for a little while and uh you have so many steps and that's your clock and i think that would have been an amazing like hey we're gonna give you however long this ride is like if it's a if it's a 10 minute uh ride okay, we're gonna give you 10 minutes and you can go around and you go into like the wild area or you can go and just do your own thing. Um, You could interact with Pokemon um, and and just kind of have that um, instead of throwing them uh, fruit to get their attention um, or or knocking them off of a tree uh, or whatever you're doing um, or playing music to make them dance. Like, I think there's a lot of really cool things that you could have done that I just feel were missed uh, opportunities here. I think... uh, also, creating a brand new region, um, <laughs> I think that was stupid, uh, and I think that all non-main series games are stupid for that reason, and, and that's that's a whole nother topic, but I think that new regions uh, should come with new Pokemon, and so uh, they had this awesome opportunity to where we could have gone back to Johto. Um, they could have put us back in Alola and said, like, hey, we're going to put certain spots as our locations... And we're just going to go ahead and build off of some already pre-existing things um, to try and bring and unite the fans over all these games. Because we don't know when we're going to get to all these games. You have to go and and buy all of the old games if you want to play them. And then, like, certain Pokemon are in certain games, and so you have to move them forward. And I think to kind of crossbreed this generational gap, because some people are Gen 1-ers, and some people are like, I like only the new games. And, I mean, you have everybody's got their own favorite regions. And I think it would have been cool if you could have said, hey, we're going to Johto. And we're gonna go to the Burn Tower, and we're gonna have to. You're gonna have to be sneaky, and you're gonna have to take a picture of Entei. Um, and uh, maybe there's like a slowpoke in your way or something like that. Um, maybe you have to go into Eterna Forest and find Celebi. I think that would have been really, really cool um, because they're putting all these legendaries here, but you're not actually finding them in their own area, like where they're originated from. You're just putting them in there for legendary and mythical pokemon sake it, it, it just doesn't make sense to me um i also think that it would have been really cool to go to the beaches of alola and see someone surfing on a mantine and you have to get like graded because uh, there's this whole grading system they do um based on your photos and i think it would have been cool if you would have had to get a guy surfing on a mantine like flying in the air i think that would have been really cool um that they just didn't take that advantage um and and work that in Guys, thank you so much for joining me on my first uh, review episode. Uh, Like I said, this is just short, sweet to the point point. just something that, you know, if you get a chance to, to if you're trying to figure this out and you're like, hey, should I play this? Should I buy it? Um, I hope this helps you kind of make some decisions. Uh, You can always reach out to us uh, on our Facebook page, um, and we would love for you guys to join the Nerd Talk family by following us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, We've got pages set up, and we would love to, to talk with you if you have any further questions. Well, we will catch you guys here next time on Nerd Talk.